You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a Friday edition of the podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Ahead on the show, we're going to talk some BYU football, previewing the matchup with Baylor. Two 5-1 teams squaring off in Waco tomorrow afternoon. Where does BYU have the edge? We'll dig into that, get you our game preview as well as game prediction. We'll also talk about BYU basketball. The West Coast Conference had their preseason poll as well as all conference teams announced. BYU well represented on both. We'll talk about all of that ahead on today's show. So without further ado, let's get rolling here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 15th. 2021. What's good, my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Our goal here with this daily podcast is to make you guys the smartest BYU fans in the room. And the way to do that is to tune in every single day. So make sure you follow along on whichever podcast provider you happen to be listening to us on, app, whatever you want to term it. Follow along, join us, and please weigh in with the show. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can search us out. Locked on Cougars is the handle on all three platforms. If you want more of my thoughts, you can follow my personal Twitter feed, at Jacob C. Hatch. And if you want to weigh in with the show, comments, concerns, advertising inquiries, any of the above or anything else you got for us, please email the show LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. All right, let's get going here on a Friday. And of course, as you guys know, the day before BYU games, what we do are game previews. Number 19, BYU is headed to Waco, Texas today to take on the Baylor Bears. That game tomorrow, uh, tip-off, not not tip-off, kickoff, excuse me. We'll talk about basketball here in a minute. Kickoff in the football game on the gridiron begins at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Game is going to be televised on ESPN. And if you want uh, some pregame thoughts, you can join me and Hans Olsen on the Zone Sports Network. Our pregame show goes live from JCW's in Provo at 12.30 p.m. Mountain Time on 97.5 FM and 12.80 a.m. here along the Wasatch Front. And, of course, you can stream it anywhere in the world, really, on our Zone app. You can download it for free wherever you get your apps. But big game. I'm looking forward to this one, folks. And the thing about this is this is a huge opportunity for BYU. They're going into this matchup looking to rebound from that loss against Boise State. And the more I think about the Boise State game and analyze it and talk about it, it seems like to me that BYU is understanding what they did wrong in that game. They understand they cannot afford to overlook opponents. They cannot afford to have turnovers. They can't allow themselves to fall behind in games. They know that front-running is the way to go, but this matchup against Baylor, very, very tough. Dave Aranda, the head coach of Baylor, has been a former defensive coordinator and has had some success against BYU as a defensive coordinator. He will have his guys ready. 
Obviously, as we already talked about, the familiarity between these two staffs is going to play into this game. But let's get you guys up to speed on players you need to know about from the Baylor Bears in this matchup. I think it starts with their quarterback. Gary Bohannon won the job in training camp. Jacob Zeno, a former, I think, Elite 11 uh, quarterback, lost the job and ultimately entered the NCAA transfer portal. But Gary Bohannon has very much shown that he was the right choice. He's completed 66.2% of his passes for a total of one. 1,332 yards, has 11 touchdowns against an incredible zero interceptions. Very, very impressive player, and BYU is going to have to harass him. They've got to force some pressure in this game. BYU cannot afford, and uh, contrary to popular opinion, by the way, BYU cannot afford to go into this game, send five and six-man blitzes, and not get home. They did that actually quite a bit against Boise State, but did, did not get in the face of Hank Bachmeyer. It was like running into a stone wall, and credit to Boise State's offensive line. They were prepared. They picked up BYU's blitz schemes and just made life miserable for BYU. The Cougars need a better effort on defense, especially from their defense front the linebackers and whoever else might be coming on a blitz you've got to get to Bohannon if you can pick him off in this game well you'd be better than the six other teams that Baylor has played so far this year and that would be an accomplishment he's a very very savvy player very heady player seems like he's a guy who is more than content to sit in the pocket and make plays but he does have some mobility to him and he can get out and run it he's got 131 rushing yards on the season so hasn't run for a lot but he has a, a long on the season of a 27 yard scamper he has been sacked five times as as well so BYU needs to get after the quarterback they're averaging less than one sack per game given up for Baylor and and that's man it's an impressive number now his backfield running mates there are the two-headed monster at running back Abram Smith as well as Treston Ebner both very very capable backs Abram Smith's been a revelation 597 yards nearly 100 yard per game average averaging 7.7 yards per carry has a season long run of 55 yards has tallied seven touchdowns Ebner funny enough 401 yards averaging 6.1 yards per carry has a season long run of 58 yards but no touchdowns for this young man uh, Gary Bohannon by the way in addition to his 131 yards rushing does have six touchdowns on the ground so he has a total of 17 touchdowns accounted for on the season this is a very potent uh, we Baylor attack. I want, why did I want to say Weber State of all things? Wow, that was random. But nonetheless, I am looking forward to BYU trying to slow down these guys. And also on the outside at wide receiver, they've got a very balanced squad led by Tyquan Thornton. 463 yards receiving on the season, an average of 17.1 yards per reception. Funny enough, their top three receivers, R.J. Snead as well as Drew Estrada alongside Thornton, all of them averaging at least 17 yards per reception. So this is a high-flying offense who's attacking downfield. It's absolutely one that BYU needs to be prepared for because they are going to attack the Cougars. They understand the personnel for BYU. They understand the defense. They will have a good game plan for the Cougars. Well, can the can the Cougars out-execute the Bears? That is a great question. Flipping over to the defense for a moment here, their leading tackler on the season is Dylan Doyle. He has a total of 40 tackles on the season, has one interception as well. Matt Jones playing linebacker alongside Doyle is their second-leading tackle with 34 tackles. He has one sack. Their leading sack artist is actually Siake Ika. If that last name sounds familiar, that name just sounds familiar in general. Yes, he is the former East High star who formerly was committed to BYU before deciding to go to 
LSU, winning a national title with the Tigers and then transferring and ending up in uh, Baylor. Had a very good game last week against West Virginia, and he's an absolute load, as many people will remember. Siaki Ika, 350 pounds, just an absolute mauler in the middle. And guys like James Empey, Clark Barrington, they will have their hands full as they try to deal with him. So this is a very very good Baylor defense. They've been coached well. They have a good defensive coordinator, and of course their head coach, one of the best defensive coordinators in the country before ascending to the head coaching ranks in Dave Aranda. They will be well prepared for BYU, and I think this is a huge game for BYU. Obviously, you'd like to see them bounce back, and if they win this game over Baylor, who's knocking on the door of the top 25, it's only going to help BYU get back up, maybe to around 15 or 16, depending on how the week shakes out in the national rankings. But this is going to be, I think, the toughest game to date for BYU. I thought the Arizona State game following the Utah game might have been the two toughest games on BYU's schedule going into the season. Well, based on how Baylor has played this season, they're right up there in the in the discussion of maybe the best team the BYU will face this entire year. Now, you're probably wondering, well, Jake, what's your prediction for this game? I'm going to make you wait. We'll get to that a little later on in today's show. But coming up here in just a moment, we need to switch gears a little bit, talk a little BYU basketball. The Cougar Cagers, the preseason WCC poll is out. Where are they picked? Who has been picked to the all-preseason WCC team? You probably saw this, but we'll dig into this, kind of let you know what's going on with that. And actually an interesting report from Robbie McCombs involving BYU's basketball programs as well as their other non-football, quote-unquote, Olympic sports. We'll touch on all of that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Absolutely love this company. They've had their seconds and factory overstock sale going on. Not going to lie, I loaded up yesterday. Uh, you guys, if you are looking for a protein bar, this is the place to go. I absolutely love Built Bars. They are the best tasting protein bars that I have ever had. The best part about them is they're delicious, but in addition to that, they're absolutely healthy for you guys. Between 17 and 18 grams of protein per bar, 100 130 to 180 calories, depending on the bar you're eating, four to five grams of sugar, and just four to five grams of net carbs. Incredible macros, incredibly delicious, but also incredibly healthy for you guys. Get to their website now, built.com, and place your order. While you're there, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off that order the next time you go to built.com. And by the way, via a name, image, and likeness agreement, BYU football players benefit from Built Bar and your purchase of Built Bar. So, you know what? When you're supporting Built Bar, you're supporting our friends over at the BYU football program or the players actually inside the BYU football program. So, take advantage of that offer now. Built.com, promo code LOCK15. Support BYU football and do it by supporting our friends at Built Bar. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at All Guard Pest Control. Absolutely love this company. They've been a longtime sponsor of us here. Actually, might be the first local sponsor we ever had on the podcast, and I appreciate them being on board with us. The guys over there, All Guard Pest Control, have got you guys covered for your pest control needs, whether it's residential or commercial pest control. They've got the know-how, the expertise, and the manpower to take care of any and all issues you might be facing. This time of year, as the weather gets colder, you're going to start to see those mice and spiders 
temperatures move inside your house. They want to go where it's warm, just like we do. Well, if you don't want to uh, worry about that, they can come out and make sure you're taken care of. And the best part is they've taken care of my home for the better part of three years now, and I have never had a problem with them coming and taking care of a problem and it flaring back up. I've dealt with mice. I've dealt with spiders. I've dealt with uh, ants. I've also dealt with wasps. I can think of those four off the top of my head. Every single one of them abated by our friends over at All Guard Pest Control. They are the best of the best. Based in Utah County, but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front Corridor. They'd love to help you guys out. So feel free to give them a call. 801-851-1812. That's the phone number for our friends over at All Guard Pest Control. You also can go to their website to learn more now. That's All Guard Pest Controls with an S. AllGuardPestControls.com. By the way, their Google reviews. I'm one of the people who's reviewed them. Five-star reviews up and down the board. They do it the right way. Seth Barrett is the owner. Huge BYU fan. He'd love nothing more than to talk Cougars with you guys while he is treating your house. So take advantage of their generosity. Let them come and take care of you guys. Phone number, once again, 801-851-1812 or go to their website, AllGuardPestControls.com. Make sure to tell them that Jay Catch and Locked On Cougars sent you when you reach out. All right, folks, the BYU men's basketball program, their season is quickly coming up. November 9th will be the opener for the Cougars. And the fun part is, by the way, just kind of an early heads up on this, that is BYU's bye week in football. Ten weeks into the season, they finally get a bye week. They are absolutely going to just be down it feels like worn to nubs at that point and will very much need the week off but nonetheless it's fun that BYU is on a bye week that week so we can focus on BYU hoops they will open the season November 9th against Cleveland State at the Marriott Center and then Friday night so Tuesday nights against Cleveland State in the season opener and then Friday night San Diego State is going to be in town what a second game on the docket looking forward to that week but we just got the West Coast Conference preseason poll that was announced yesterday and the BYU men's basketball program was finished uh, picked to finish second in the West Coast Conference, obviously behind Gonzaga. The Zags took nine of the ten first place votes and uh, some people may wonder, okay, why didn't they get all of them? Well, Mark Few is head coach of Gonzaga. He cannot vote for his own team. It's just one of the conference rules. So he actually lended his vote to BYU ostensibly. We don't know that for certain, but Gonzaga got nine of the first place votes, 81 points overall. BYU finishing in second Second with 72 points and one first place vote. St. Mary's third, LMU fourth, San Francisco fifth, Santa Clara, Pepperdine, Pacific, San Diego, and Portland round out your 10 teams and how they think things will lay out here in the West Coast Conference season. Folks, I am very excited to see BYU men's basketball in action. The Cougar Cagers are really, really fun to watch, and especially in the tenure of what we've seen from Mark Pope so far, there's no reason to believe that they will not make another run at an NCAA tournament berth. They were destined, it felt like, to make a run in 2020 before the uh, COVID-19 pandemic shut down sports. They obviously got beat by UCLA in an absolute stunner, but UCLA proved that they were very, very good making as deep a run as they did in last year's March Madness. But I believe that BYU is on their way to another NCAA tournament appearance this year. If they don't, something will have gone horribly wrong, it feels like, for BYU because you just have to believe that with the players they brought in, Tijon Lucas, Seneca Knight, to join guys like a fringe All-American candidate in Alex Barcelo, 
they should be absolutely loaded and should be able to stand toe-to-toe with most teams. Will they be able to go head-to-head with the likes of Gonzaga and beat them on a regular basis? Okay, that's asking a little bit too much, it feels like, in a way, because Chet Holmgren, the number one overall recruit in this past recruiting class, is in Spokane playing for Gonzaga this year. Mark Few has done an absolutely incredible job uh, doing a doing a great job building his roster via a bunch of one and dones and some of the top talent in the sport and I think Gonzaga will be the class of the conference the class of the West Coast and possibly the number one team most of the season again this year they are just that good that does not mean that BYU is a bad team I am looking forward to seeing the Cougars get things going and by the way congratulations as I mentioned a little earlier on Alex Barcelo he's a all-american candidate it feels like but he was named to the all WCC preseason team and he's actually joined a little bit of a surprise here but it's, it's a mark of respect Caleb Lohner the sophomore forward also named to the all WCC preseason team so two Cougars on that list Jamari Boye from San Francisco Logan Johnson from St. Mary's Andrew Nemhard from Gonzaga Eli Scott from LMU Khalil Shabazz from San Francisco Drew Timmy from Gonzaga Yosef Frankich uh, funny enough, a product of Wasatch Academy in Central Utah from Santa Clara, and Jalen Williams, also from Santa Clara, make up the 2021-2022 WCC preseason men's basketball team, and I think that's a good team. The good news is two Cougars on that list, and I'm glad to see Caleb Lohner getting some respect from the West Coast Conference coaches. They can all see the potential in this young man, and he seems like he's only getting better. The nice part is BYU is going to have a number of guys, if they have good seasons, will be candidates for all WCC honors. And this, uh, funny enough, could be a absolutely banner year for BYU as they begin to uh, prepare to move into the Big 12 Conference. They need to continue to show that they have what it takes because they're going to only upgrade in terms of their degree of difficulty with opponents as they move in into the Big 12. And interestingly enough, and I saw this on Vanquish the Foe, uh, hat tip to Robbie McCombs. He does a great job covering BYU over there. He actually has a report out there that according to multiple sources, BYU's quote-unquote Olympic sports could actually move in to the Big 12 in 2022. Obviously, it would require uh, some moving parts to be negotiated, all that stuff. But I am of the opinion, and my uh, one of my guys I work with on a day-to-day basis, Patrick Kinahan, has very much expressed this. If you're going to be in the Big 12, you might as well go next year. It just feels like it's time for BYU to make the jump. Obviously, the buyout uh, from the West Coast Conference would be about a million dollars. But if I'm BYU, I say you want... Uh, Venmo? Like, what do you want me to uh, give you that money via? I'll send it right now. If BYU could get into the Big 12, I know football is pretty much destined to make it in 2023. They essentially have already announced their 2022 last independent schedule uh, for next fall. But if you get the other sports into the Big 12, do it. Make the move. Make the move now. Get in there. Get going. It's going to make, obviously, uh, things a little more difficult for these teams, especially men's basketball, because I'm telling you, this new Big 12, the new-look Big 12, and if they're able to get in there, speaking of BYU next season in 2022-2023, with teams like Texas and Oklahoma sticking around for the interim period until they can go to the SEC, that might be, if, if it's not, it's one of the premier college basketball conferences, but I would venture to say on paper it is the premier basketball conference in men's college hoops and other sports would obviously get an upgrade in terms of the level of competition they're facing off against but i am of the opinion if you can get to the big 12 
do it. Just make it happen. I, I don't care what strings you got to pull. Make the move now. I would love to see these teams getting their opportunity as soon as next year to be competing in the Big 12. Just going to move on with it. Obviously, it may happen. It may not happen. But hat tip to Robbie McCombs. I hadn't heard anything about it. I'm not going to lie. And I feel like I'm pretty plugged in. But that's a very, very, uh, I think, promising thing. If you can pull it off, do it. Plain and simple. Get to the Big 12. We'll see what happens, but congratulations once again to both uh, Alex Barcelo as well as Caleb Lohner on those preseason WCC honors. And also, BYU Men's Hoops is the number two team. Funny enough, it's the top three once again. Gonzaga, BYU, St. Mary's, all three of them have dreams of making it to the NCAA tournament. And I truly believe if BYU doesn't make it to the NCAA tournament and actually advance this year in the NCAA tournament, it will be an absolute disaster. I would imagine that Injuries would play a role in that scenario not coming to pass, but we'll find out. Looking forward to it, and I'm excited just to see college hoops back on the hardwoods. I know some people out there aren't huge fans of it, but it's something I grew up with, so I enjoy it. So we'll see what happens, but once again, congratulations to BYU men's basketball. Hoping they can go out there and stun the world, and nothing better than stunning Gonzaga maybe in your final season in the West Coast Conference, but that seems a little... uh, Shall I say far-fetched, on paper at least, to believe that could happen, but we will see how everything plays out. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll wrap up today's show, look at the weekend ahead and other BYU sports, my prediction for BYU and Baylor. We'll also touch on some fun things going on with this BYU-Baylor game. BYU step into the plate with a logo that is going to match what Baylor is wearing on their helmets. We'll dig into all of that in just a few moments. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Online. We are back and better than ever with our friends over at Bet Online. All eyes are on the Gridironers. Teams are back on the field for another football season that is in full swing. And as always, Bet Online is the number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. They've got a brand new updated website and interface with even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online is your number one source for everything football. But beyond that, they got every other sport covered for you guys. Whether it's playoff baseball, NBA season on its way, uh, boxing, right down to even your just your favorite. Vegas Casino Games Online. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers from our friends at Bet Online. And they also have a welcome bonus for you guys. A 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you sign up on their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that 50% welcome bonus. It's free money for you guys to bet with. Take advantage of it now. It's all courtesy of our friends over at Bet Online, where the game starts. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen every day. We love being with you guys. I love being with you guys talking all things Cougars. Uh, by the way, one thing I forgot to read here, and this is actually kind of a fun thing that Matt Norlander from CBS Sports has done. He's actually ranked all 358 Division One men's basketball teams. Yes, there are 358 Division One teams out there. Crazy to think about that. But Chicago State is number 358, the worst team according to Norlander going into the season. BY IU is ranked number 36, well inside what you believe would be the field for the NCAA tournament. And according to Matt Norlander, here's what he thinks of the Cougars. Quote, well-balanced, doesn't make it a habit of beating itself with the small stuff. 
Mark Pope is a rising star in coaching. The Cougars will begin begin Zaga's toughest test in the West Coast Conference. We only have two more years of this before BYU goes to the Big 12, or maybe one more year. Alex Barcelo has an outside shot at being an All-American if he can improve upon his averages. He averaged 16.1 points per game, 4.7 rebounds, 4.3 assists on 47.7% shooting from three-point range. Very impressive numbers, and that could push BYU to a single-digit seed. It's not unthinkable. The Cougars have some nice balance with T. John Lucas playing shooting guard, Gideon George emerging at the three, and leading rebounder Caleb Lohner playing power forward. He's not wrong. I actually kind of like that breakdown from Matt Norlander, and we'll obviously see what happens here and what transpires in the upcoming uh, fall and winter and spring season. But looking forward to some fun nights ahead of the Marriott Center. I know a number of you guys out there are probably looking forward to it as well. Uh, I've actually, by the way, been considering, I, I know that many of you know that I've been giving away uh, tickets to BYU football games. If there's interest out there in BYU men's basketball, I may snag a pair and give those away. If you guys have interest in that, reach out on social media and let me know. I'd, I'd be interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Obviously, I'd be giving them away for free. I'm not going to make you guys pay for them. Something to do, and if you guys are interested in that, I'll do my best to make it happen. Alright, other notes before we go on today's show. Uh, best of luck to the men's and women's cross-country programs as they head out uh, to compete. Uh, the men's cross-country team is headed to Tallahassee, Florida, Appalachie Regional Park for the FSU cross-country invite slash pre-nationals. I believe the national championship is going to be held at this park at Appalachie Regional Park. So obviously getting a lay of the land as it were for the men's cross country program is a good idea. The women's cross country program is headed to Madison, Wisconsin. That's going to be a chilly weekend. It feels like they're going to the Thomas Zimmer championship course. Uh, That'll be both of those today. The men's cross country team, 8 a.m. Eastern time. So 6 a.m. for those of you who are early risers, mountain time here along the Wasatch front women's cross country team, a little later on in the day, noon central time, so 11 o'clock a.m. here along the Wasatch Front. Best of luck to them. Men's baseball will face off in their first game of a two-game series against uh, the University of Utah in a fall exhibition. That'll be at Smith's Ballpark in Salt Lake City, Utah. First pitch in that game set for 4 p.m. Looking forward to that. Softball scheduled to take on Southern Idaho tonight at Gale Miller Field at 5 o'clock if you want to go out and watch the Cougars in softball. And also women's, oh, by the way, baseball, admission is free if you want to get out to there to Smith's Ballpark and watch the Cougars and Utes square off. Now, tomorrow, women's volleyball is in action. They are taking on Pepperdine in Malibu. That'll be at noon Pacific time. That would be 1 o'clock Mountain Time. There's a live stream link on the BYU Cougars website. And also, you'll see BYU women's softball back in action tomorrow. They're hosting Utah State at Gale Miller Field. First pitch in that, mat, in that game, excuse me, 3 o'clock Mountain Time. And then rounding out the weekend, the women's soccer program, ring number 15 in the country. They host Pacific at Southfield tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Live stream on BYUtv.org and the BYU TV app. Also, a live call on BYU Radio 107.9 FM. You can tune into that. So, a full weekend of BYU sports ahead. Looking forward to it and opportunities for you guys to get out and watch a myriad of different sports if you've got interest in that. And they'll be all over the country, speaking of these Cougar teams as well. So, best of luck to them as they are 
are in action. Now, final thing from today is, of course, my prediction for this game against Baylor. I've got a sneaking suspicion that BYU is engaged and ready to go this week. I am fully expecting Jaron Hall to start once again, and I do believe he is going to be as healthy as he's been in a few weeks now. He may not still be 100%, but I think he's plenty effective, and hopefully he's able to run the ball a little bit more for the Cougars. I think BYU wants to go and prove some things in Waco. So I'm going to pick BYU in a thriller. Give me the Cougars 24. Give me Baylor 22. I think it's a low-scoring affair, but I am going to pick BYU in the win, get to 6-1. and one. And what a way to get the fans back on board with the win down there on the, what is it, the banks of the Brazos River? What's the river down there? My apologies. I, don't, I probably should have you know, identified that before I went with that analogy. But nonetheless, McLean Stadium there in Waco. Uh, BYU and Baylor, by the way, 1-1 one one all time. The Bears won in 1983 against the Cougars, and obviously the Cougars in 1984 on their way to a national championship beat the Baylor Bears in a blowout. So BYU looking to take a 2-1 series lead, and I believe they will do it. 24-22 to is my prediction. If you guys want to share your predictions, please reach out on social media. We'd love to hear from you guys. Send them in, and also feel free to email them in, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the show. Once again, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I want to encourage you guys as we wrap up here, make sure you get over and listen to Locked On Big 12. Josh Neighbors and the crew over there get you guys caught up on everything going on in BYU's new conference home in 30 minutes or less doing a great job covering all things Big 12. It is free and available on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. So check it out as soon as we wrap up here. And we are going to wrap it up here. So have a great weekend. Hope you guys are all doing great. We'll do a postcast edition of the podcast tomorrow evening. Whatever happens, win, lose, whatever happens with BYU football, you guys know how we do. We have that postcast edition with your guys' comments. We'll have that covered for you guys. So enjoy that. We'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow evening, maybe on Sunday, whenever you listen to it. But regardless, have a great weekend, and we'll see how everything goes for the Cougars. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 15th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys soon. 